Welcome to the Growing with Nature podcast. I'm your host, Darren Williams, permaculture enthusiast, restoration ecologist, and founder of Growing with Nature. Too often, we hear that the best thing we can do for nature is to leave it alone. But people are a part of nature, and you can make the living world around you come alive with abundance for people, plants, and wildlife, even in your own backyard. Join me on a journey through regenerative soil building, permaculture, restoration ecology, and more. To learn concrete steps you can take at home to support wildlife, grow incredible, delicious food, and help heal our living world right in your own backyard. Ready to get started? Grab a shovel, roll up your sleeves, and let's make the living world around you come alive. In this episode, we're going to look at cascara trees. Cascaras are a fantastic Pacific Northwest native tree. Adaptable, great for wildlife, and not too big. This really is a great native tree to add to your property, and I hope you'll think about planting these after you listen to this episode. Cascaras was one of the first new trees that I learned about when I first started doing restoration work in western Washington. I was out with one of my colleagues checking out a site that needed some work. I knew some of the trees and plants native to western Washington, but not many. I was brand new to this area. All my previous work had been in eastern Washington, northern Idaho, and England. Some of the trees and shrubs in western Washington were actually the same as those found in northern Idaho and eastern Washington. But despite this, many were brand new to me, and Cascara was one of them. At that time, my background was more about rivers and streams and what was in them, not what was growing around the banks and the edges of those oh, areas with water. In many ways... This relatively small tree doesn't really stand out compared to its larger neighbors, such as black cottonwoods, red alder, and the conifers like Douglas firs. I might not even really remembered it, except for the story my colleague shared with me when he introduced me to cascaras. Cascaras used to be far more common in western Washington, especially in the riparian area around rivers. But cascaras were harvested heavily for use as a laxative before synthetic alternatives were developed. This led to the population of cascaras being reduced due to over-harvesting for pharmaceutical use. I found this story to be an interesting piece of history, and I never forgot about this tree, though it did take me a bit longer to get good at identifying it, especially in the winter. Winter twig ID is not easy. Today, cascaras aren't really that rare, but they're also a lot less common than they used to be. But you can help these great native trees recover by planting them on your property. And not only will you support these trees, but you will also support all the wildlife that rely on them. But before we talk more about cascaras, I want to take a quick moment to say thank you to our newest patron, Bronin. Or Bronwyn. Sorry about that. The support of patrons like Bronwyn allows us to create free podcast episodes. It takes a lot of time to create these episodes and costs money to host them online and run our website. Our patrons help cover these costs and provide us with the support we need to create free episodes without ads. So a big thank you to Bronwyn and the rest of our patrons. If you're able to, please consider supporting us on Patreon. There is a link to our Patreon page in this episode's description and show notes. Okay, let's get started. Scientific name for cascara trees is Remnus or Frangula persiana. Depending on the source, both are used. 
Cascara naturally grows along the coastal range from British Columbia down into northern California, and it's also found in northern Idaho, though I didn't know that when I was working in that area. Capping out at around 30 feet in height, these aren't big trees, and they tend to be smaller in hotter and drier areas. This makes them a fairly easy native tree to add to even a small backyard if you live in the Pacific Northwest. Though they don't do great in urban areas, and despite their small size, they're not a good street tree because of that. Some sources say they don't do well because of urban pollution, though we have a bunch growing along a busy road without any issues, and I have seen uh, some websites, like the one for City of Seattle, talking about them as a street tree. But you see a a bit of a mix about them not doing good in urban areas, but some sites still recommending it, so... I think they would likely grow fine in a a suburban environment along the edges of a city or town, but probably not in the middle of the city. Cascaras tend to grow quickly. The ones I planted four years ago are now around 15 feet in height and are really fairly thick. Um, they're, They're really doing great. The leaves of these trees, to me, really stand out. They're smooth and shaped like an oval, and they have deep veins that are really distinctive once you've seen them. In late spring, small greenish flowers you know, show up on them, they bloom, and they're, they're very attractive to native pollinators like bumblebees, though they don't really stand out to the human eye. But the pollinators like them, and I've even seen small songbirds going from flower to flower to get nectar. So I watched a finch, well, um, I think it was a finch at least, go from flower to flower just getting little... Uh, getting nectar. It was going to cascaras and other ones, and apparently songbirds do that. It was new to me at that time, but it was cool to watch them do it. And later in summer, the flowers turn into small purple or red fruits that birds and other wildlife love to eat. This also means that you can expect some volunteer cascara trees to start popping up once you have some established on your property. That's one reason I like to plant them, is I'm hoping they naturally spread and pop up in other areas. And cascara trees can grow in full sun or partial shade. Often you will find these trees growing mixed in with other larger native trees and along the edges of forests. Though I also find them growing in fields as an early successional tree helping to transition the field to a forest. Cascaras can grow in wet or dry conditions, though they will grow slower and stay shorter and more like a shrub in drier areas. Ours have never had issues with the summers here in western Washington. They seem to do fine. And they can grow in USDA zones 3 to 9, which makes them fairly tolerant of cold winters, but they don't seem to need much in the way of chill hours to to still produce fruit. So, really, other than urban areas, these trees are very adaptable and a great native tree to add to your landscape if you live in their native range in the Pacific Northwest. Planting cascara trees is a great way to support native wildlife. Songbirds love the fruit from these trees, and other wildlife also use them. As a native plant, these trees support a range of picky insects, such as the American tissue moth. This little, kind of gray, nondistinct moth relies on the cascara tree, and maybe our local oaks for its caterpillars. Some sources say only the cascara tree, a few sources list oaks too. No other trees work for this little moth. And the oaks are, unfortunately, a lot less common too. So between the cascara trees being less common and oaks being less common, you know, this tissue moth doesn't have the 
support that it used to have. And it's caterpillars. There's these kind of fat little green caterpillars that I've watched songbirds go to. So that moth definitely supports a wide range of other wildlife too. Supporting picky insects like the American tissue moth is a big reason why I plant native plants like Ascaris. But these trees are also great in hedgerows. In last week's episode, we talked about the need for small spreading native shrubs planted along the sunny side of a hedgerow. These shrubs work great to make a thick outside barrier. But adaptable trees like Cascaras, they work great when planted along the opposite side of a hedgerow from those little fast-growing shrubs. Since Cascaras and trees like them are able to handle some shade, they will happily grow behind the smaller shrubs until they get above them. Then they will quickly fill in and create a canopy above those smaller shrubs, which helps to contain the smaller shrubs, and it makes your hedgerow taller and even thicker. You could also mix cascara trees in with your fruit trees to help support wildlife such as the predators that will keep pests in balance. This is a great way to help get better fruit harvests by planting native plants like the cascaras. Really, if you're looking for a small native tree for the Pacific Northwest, then I highly recommend checking out cascara trees. Native plant nurseries in the Pacific Northwest will likely have cascaras for sale. They're fairly common from native native plant nurseries. I've never had issues finding these trees. They grow great planted from pots or as bare roots and plugs. I've bought potted uh, one-gallon cascaras. I've bought them as bare root bundles, and I've recently got gotten them as plugs. They really always do great, and you could probably grow them from seed, but I haven't tried that. I rarely have issues with these great little trees. And stay tuned for our next episode, where we're going to take a look at gumi berries. These aren't native, but these berries taste good, they fix nitrogen, and it really makes them a great addition to food forests and orchards. So make sure to check out that, that episode when it goes live. And don't forget to check out the show notes for more links and resources related to this episode. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode, and thank you for listening to the Growing With Nature podcast. This podcast is made possible thanks to our patrons over on patreon.com. Thank you, patrons, for supporting our work. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will help more people find us, people like you who want to bring these skills home to support wildlife, grow food, and help heal our living world. Well, that's all for now. See you next week, same time, same place. Have a great week, and keep on growing.